child actor. Uh, there you go. I uh, grew up as a child actor and um, kind of did everything you could possibly do um, here in Pittsburgh. Just, uh, you know, I was in the, the Civic Light Operas and I was in the Pittsburgh Opera Company and uh, tons of things. I, I hosted a local TV show and um, even uh, was on Mr. Rogers a bunch, um, which uh, was shot here. And uh, for one of the shows, they flew me to uh, Los Angeles to uh, shoot uh, the Christmas special. And um, it was out there for a week and shooting, you know, with professional crews and all of that. And I was, I think I got bit by the, the production bug pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, after that, I, uh, I, somebody gave me a, a camera and um, I was always the guy with a camera in my hand, um, you know, even from the age of eight on. You know, I had a, you know, little box camera and then a 35 millimeter camera and then a super eight camera. Um, and, uh, kind of wanted to combine those two things. The things I wanted to do was be an actor or be a photographer. And, um, I remember the moment, literally I was, you know, probably going into my senior year of high school and, um, I was watching, uh, the movie called Sophie's Choice, um, on HBO. Funny enough, since this show is on HBO. Um, and, uh, it it struck me as like it was one of those sudden aha moments, you know, and you don't have that many in your life, but it was one of those that uh I was like, wait, you know, this is a beautiful looking movie. I'm like, there must be someone who does that job, you know. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, start started researching it. And I'm like, wow, cinematographer, you know, I'd never considered it up until that point and started applying to film schools and ended up going to USC film school for uh, cinematography for production and I'm um, kind of majoring in uh or concentrating on um cinematography there so um you know after I guess the uh then the story after school I um worked all the jobs you can at uh, camera assisting gripping electric um but then shot a music video um for you know for free for a group uh that a friend of mine um said hey at the time a friend of mine said you know, I've got these friends, they're in a, in a band, a rap group, they want to do, you know, video. I'm like, great, you know, I've got a camera, I've got some film, and, you know, let's, let's shoot something. And, um, it looked great, looked amazing. And, uh, um, a guy named Stefan Sonnefeld, who's like one of the best colorists in Los Angeles now, or actually, actually in the world, who's an amazing colorist, does all the biggest movies, um, uh, was doing documentary dailies for me, if you can believe it at the time. And, uh, he said, yeah, sure. I'll transfer it for free. And he made it look amazing also. And so the group loved it. They took it back to their manager and their manager called me up and said, Hey, you want to start a music video company? Clearly you can make music videos for nothing. This looks amazing. Um, I've got all these contacts. And so it turns out that band that I did the video for was the black eyed peas before they were the black eyed peas. Ah. So, um, wow. so they, you know, it was Will and, uh, you know, and, uh, the other members of, it was called At Band Clan at the time. Um, and this, uh, the guy that I connected up with had a lot of connections at Ruthless Records. So we ended up just churning out music videos nonstop for about four or five years and, um, kind of got a reel together and, uh, started transitioning then into commercials from that and, and now into TV. So it's kind of the, the progression in Hollywood, at least at the time, was you start music videos, get into com commercials, and then if you want to, you know, transition into narrative. So it's kind of the the, the very short version of you know of twenty years of being a cinematographer. So actually twenty five. 
So how long would you say the transition took for you to make it from music video to like TV? For sure. Um, you know, if I think about, you know, I probably started music videos. The first one was in 1994. Um, and my first, then I transitioned logically from rap videos straight into my first commercial was with Red Man and Method Man. Uh, (laughs) yeah, for, for St. Ives. So it was like a logical transition into commercials. Um, then you started building a commercial reel. So, um, then I started day playing in TV, you know, um, when you work with other cinematographers, um, I worked, um, on Glee for all eight years. Um, cause two friends of mine, uh, Joaquin Cedillo and, uh, Chris Baffa, um, uh, were the, the DPs on those. So day play. But then, you know, when I started finally shooting, it was probably around 2010 is when I started shooting, um, some arrested development. Um, was the first, uh, show that I was shooting, you know, full time on. So, so yeah, so that's probably, that's pretty long. You know, that's what, you know, about 15 plus years, 15. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what'd you say that is the most important part of what you do? Um, you know, that's, I love my job. I am, I feel incredibly lucky to go to work every day. I really do. Um, but, one of the reasons I like it is because I think actually I, I uh, respond well to the different things that um, are involved in in the job. You know, one is just personality. You have to be somebody who can get along with everyone on the set. You have to be able to lead your crew while at the same time, um, you know, getting along with all the people that brought you there, the producers, the directors, um, and responding to their needs. Um, I always think that, you know, DP can't have a big ego. They really have to be there to bring the script to the screen and to be able to, uh, work with the director, um, as smoothly as possible. And, you know, it's a good example. Say, for instance, on, on, uh, Sex Lives of College Girls, um, we had an amazing, uh, group of directors, but we have a dir- different director every week. So every director has a different way how they like to work. So some, some will come to you with exactly what they want to do. You know, the camera wants to go mm-hmm. here, it's the dolly from here to here. It wants to, you know, have this this lens of 40 millimeter close up and, you know, very, very specific. Um, whereas other directors will come and say, you know, have have no concept of that part of it, but just will be concentrating on the um, on the performance. Right. And the feeling of, you know, the feeling of the the scene. And they leave that all up to me. So literally from week to week, you kind of have to be a chameleon as far as how you work with the director. And that's, in the end, that's the most important thing is, um, is that day to day working with the director and keeping, you know, keeping to schedule, uh, making sure you're, you're working fast enough. Um, but also at the same time, trying to create images that are memorable and things that I'm proud of. So, uh, how would you describe your style of cinema, cinema uh, photography then? Sure. For sure. Um, and if I think about say this show, for instance, um, you know, uh, I would say, um, I like my images to feel as natural as possible. You know, um, that that's one of the things that, you know, was impressive to me when I first went to the stages at Warner Brothers for Sex Lives College Girls, um, was the kind of reality of the, the sets that, um, Su- Susie Mancini, our production designer had built. Um, they were pretty massive. Um, we filled up the, the largest stage at Warner Brothers with stage, with, uh, with sets. Um, but the, they all felt very real. 
right? Which, which really spoke to how I like to shoot. Um, I really like to be able to enhance reality. You know, if, if I think about like, I go into a set, it's a daytime scene. I, I like to throw some light through the windows. Um, uh, and, you know, make it try to feel as real as possible. You know, I don't, um, you're not adding color for color's sake. You know, uh, you're trying to make things feel real, which I think in this case, um, really enhances the show because the show wants to feel real. People want to feel like they're at college or remember what college was like. Um, and I think, uh, I think we really succeeded with that. So, um, I found out you used a drone to film. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we had, we only had, we did, but we only had one drone day actually in New York. So. Uh, so how different was using that compared to like a camera? Hmm, for sure. Um, well, drone work always is a very, uh, um, creative, uh, um, way to work. You can, you know, do anything from, you know, being, be shooting, you know, four feet off the ground, like you would be with a regular camera to doing, you know, say a basic crane shot from four feet to 20 feet or, you know, you can be flying over buildings, which, you know, <laughs> in, in, you know, in, in, uh, everyday use of it, it really is going to depend a ton on the talent of your drone operator. And, you know, our, our guys were great. Um, mainly we brought them in, um, to cover the campus. Um, and, uh, they, uh, got beautiful, beautiful shots of Vassar, Vassar College in New York. Um, where we shot all of our exteriors. Um, and actually we got those all in one day, which is a pretty amazing feat. So that, that took one day. How long did it take in general for the whole uh, season one? For sure. Um, we shot, um, let's see, the, uh, season started the beginning of March. Um, so I guess it would be the March, April, May. We we're shooting for three months in, um, in Los Angeles. And then another month in New York at Vassar College for all the exteriors. Uh, were you spending a lot of time on set compared to like offset during the uh, filming? Um, for sure, for sure. I mean, the hours are generally twelve-hour days, um, so uh, you know, it's five days a week, twelve-hour days in Los Angeles. And then um, when we were in New York, we were shooting six-day weeks, um, which. The six day weeks added to the heat definitely made for, uh, some, some grueling, uh, uh, grueling days. But, um, you know, like I think Justin Noble, our amazing, uh, showrunner mentioned, I think he, he joked the other day that it was, you know, that this took place on the day where it was 140 degrees in the shade, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, I asked that because I wanted to know how much has COVID and the pandemic affected, uh, not, not just filming a this or like what, whatever you were doing before the show. How much has it impacted you? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you mean that? Just as, as far as the, before the show or? Uh, oh, if you were working on anything like before the pandemic and it like mm-hmm. carried over into the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Interestingly, I mean, when everything shut down, I was, I had already scouted two jobs. Two, two commercials that shut down and they were supposed to, you know, shoot the week after, you know, that was, that was a simple one. But, um, right after, um, right after COVID, I actually ended up picking up a show that shut down, uh, because of the, because of, you know, of COVID, um, called the Upshaws for Netflix. Yeah. I've seen um, yeah, that, um, um, Don Morgan, Donald Morgan, uh, ASC, um, had shot the first six episodes 
And um, after the shutdown, uh, Don brought me in to shoot the final four. So, um, you know, thanks to Don, who's always been an incredible mentor to me. Um, I ended up shooting that, and that's actually what I'm currently shooting uh, season two of also. Um, so back to Sex Lives, uh, how much of your past experience did you pull from when working on this show? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I, I feel, like I mentioned, I feel incredibly lucky to do what I do because I do get to shoot uh, little bits of everything, you know, shoot commercials, um, don't shoot music videos anymore, but, you know, shoot, shoot commercials on a weekly basis, uh, you know, shoot multicam TV, shoot single cam camera TV, um, you know, shoot the, the opening, the uh, Sunday night football for the last 10 years. Um, so I think my experience in commercials mainly um, is the thing that uh, supports what I do in TV because you're tasked with weekly coming up with new looks for commercials. You know, you're going in, you're like, you know, this week it's going to look like uh, sometimes we do, you know, a period piece where this all has to look like, uh, you know, um, uh, something I did for, for NBC a couple of years ago where we're doing, you know, war reenactments, you know, this week. And then, you know, the next week we're shooting, you know, in the Atlanta stadium for Carrie Underwood and Joan Jett. Uh, for saying that football or whatever it is, but you're every week you're doing something different and making something look, uh, unique, which is what's, you know, you know, when commercials to be, uh, eye catching, right? So you're, you're doing things that, uh, every week you want a new look so that if you then bring that into a narrative, um, the narrative field, um, you walk into a set and you, you know, see, watch the rehearsal of the scene. And then you immediately have to come up with some idea that's going to make this scene unique or seem interesting to watch. Um, and uh, it's that kind of fast, uh, fast thinking on your feet that I think commercials really trains you for. Well, speaking of scenes, um, how is the process of like filming an actual sex scene? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, what's interesting is um, I wasn't there for a lot of them, a lot of them were done in the first uh, four episodes. Um, I shot um, a lot of the pilot eventually, but mostly uh, episodes five through 10. And, um, you know, it's, so there were some, but it's, it's always a very um, delicate situation. And, you know, they, uh, they have a intimacy coordinator, which they work with um, so that they know um, what each actor or actress is um, comfortable with. And that's, I think, the most important thing is to make sure everyone's comfortable. Um, and, you know, and that, of course, the set is closed. So there are only the people on set that need to be there, which are generally the camera operators. So in general, I think um, the show and all shows handle it the same way. Um, but again, most importantly, that everyone's comfortable with what they're doing. Um, so you mentioned the offshores earlier. Uh, what would you say is the Dif- biggest difference between working on a sitcom versus a comedy drama like Sex Lives? Sure, sure. Um, well, sitcoms are shot in a very uh, fast pace. Um, and also, um, you're sh- a lot of that comes from the fact that you're shooting four cameras all at once. So you're basically um, trying to light for four angles simultaneously, um, which is incredibly difficult. And um, uh takes a lot of training to know how that medium is, is done really. Um, uh, you know, basically studied it for years with Don Morgan again. Um, 
because he's, uh, he's been around forever. He's, he's, he's kind of the grandmaster of, uh, of that, that medium. Um, and feel like I kind of have learned a ton from him. So, um, where, whereas in a single camera drama comedy, um, like Sex Lives, you're able to be a little bit more, um, expressive with the lighting because a lot of times you are only lighting from one direction at a time. So you're able to kind of model the lighting on the faces and, and really, uh, you know, create a lot more light and shadow, which, um, again, uh, creates much more kind of expressive looks and, uh, I think tonally interesting images. Uh, so, uh, you're working on Upshaw season two, right? You said, Mm -hmm. so is there anything else you're currently like planned to work on? Uh, if you can share. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, Let's see. Well, currently, of course, showing weekly is uh, is the Carrie Underwood uh, the Sunday Night Football Open um, that we shot. Uh, it's uh, the tenth year actually that I've done that. Um, I work with uh, Trip Dixon as the director on that, and um, uh, it's been a collaborator for nearly twenty years. Um, but uh, as far as uh, the Upshaws is kind of a weekly gig at the moment for the next couple months. Um, but at the same time, I'm kind of interspersing commercials. Uh, uh, I'm doing a, a motion control effects, uh, commercial, uh, in January. Um, that, uh, of course you sign NDAs for nearly everything we shoot commercially. So I can't really say what the, what the, the project's for, but, uh, uh, but again, it goes back to the fact that I feel incredibly fortunate. I'm able to shoot, you know, uh, different formats, um, simultaneously, different types of jobs. All right. Um, oh, wow. Um, well, that was nice. I thank you for coming out. Uh, you sure, answered man. all of my questions and have a happy holiday. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks. You know what? Question for you. Um, sure. Just a couple questions. Are we, um, let me see. Would I be able to get a, um, uh, or be able to take a look at the interview before it's, um, before it's, uh, published? Uh, sure. I can send that over to you once I transcribe it and everything. Oh, that's great. That's great. I didn't know if, um, you know, sometimes, uh, people clean it up, you know, whatever, just clean up general stuff versus, uh, straight up transcription. So yeah, that's always good to take a look. That's All great. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. uh, That'd be uh, awesome. Do you have my, do you have my direct email or do you want to, um, you can actually send that to me. I don't. Actually. Okay. Cool. Let me, um, let me get that from you real quick. And, All right. and go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. I got it. All right, great. Awesome. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah, good talking to you, Brandon. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, have a good day. You too. All right, see ya. All right, bye.